Let's just get this thing going. Alright! Hello, Gators! Hello! Welcome to Gating, our podcast where we talk about the gay world of dating. Love, sex, relationships, heartbreaks, and everything LGBTQ plus related. Wow, that's very interesting. Uh, my name is Efren. And I'm Kors. I say, let's start Gating! gating. crazy so yeah loneliness yeah loneliness ain't killing me no more what's that britney spears britney right? of course it's, yeah, britney. it's britney who else it's britney bitch. so she was talking about loneliness in the 90s time, uh, yeah in the 90s 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 yeah and we talk about loneliness this week i guess because you know Maybe everybody's feeling a bit extra lonely. Yes, I mean, a lot of uh, countries are uh, right now in quarantine. And so are we. We're yeah. both recording this from the loneliness of our own homes. Yeah, this is already the third episode, I think, that we record from our homes. which are How very long com- haven't I seen you in real life now? The last time is when, you went, when I set you up on a blind date with uh, Emil. Oh, yes. Emil. Yeah. So, yeah, loneliness... Uh, yeah, did you know that uh, in the in the Netherlands actually, forty percent of the people say that they are lonely, and in America it's three out of five Americans. Oh wow, those numbers yeah. are high. Yeah, it's very high. Do you ever feel lonely? Oh yes, I I actually do quite a lot. And the funny thing is, I don't know. I, we talked about this, I think, before, um, because you know, I felt before this whole Corona thing and stuff, I really had a hard, a difficult time to be alone. And for example, I really felt the need of going out every weekend. And if I wanted to stay at home, I really had a hard time not to go on Grinder and invite people over. Uh, to have sex to kill my loneliness. Yeah. Um, and like as, yeah, we talked about that before. Uh, uh, well, not on this podcast, but just in general, that I find that kind of frustrating for myself. That I really needed to feel that kind of, you know, attention to not feel so alone or lonely. Yeah. And and now, do you think that it's it's like it's changed already because now you're forced to be alone basically do you think there's a difference in yourself i don't know (laughs) well now it's kind of forced loneliness i mean i try not to go online as much because you know right now going on grind is being a diabetic kid in a candy store i mean everything looks tasty but you cannot do anything about it and one other question occurs because you know there's the difference of being alone and lonely and do you also ever feel um because that's what i have felt before is that have you, do you ever ever felt lonely but like being in a group like when you're out or something do you feel lonely in that setting or then you you never feel lonely that's a good question actually i don't know to be honest i never felt really alone in a group yeah not really no i wouldn't say okay. but you have how come yeah i don't really know i think because you know i have i've sometimes a hard time connecting with people and therefore you? um no yeah <laughs> you're so more social than i, I, mean, I am i like to you always talk to people when we you, go out you know the thing is i love 
Yes, I love talking to people and I love to get to know the people and see how their brain is working. And I love it when people give me that same energy yeah. back. So when they're on that same level and they really want to have a conversation. But if it's just like a bit of like laughs here and just all jokes and no substance, then I feel really like I cannot connect with people. And sometimes I'm in a group where everybody is just li like that and then I can feel really, you know lonely i guess yeah well i do i do find it hard sometimes to make a connection when i'm in a bigger group like for example if you're on a birthday party i, I hate that i hate going to birthday parties where you just you know don't know anyone except for the birthday guy and you're just yeah. kind of forced socializing the same with like christmas with my family for example i love my family very much but i just hate those moments where there is kind of forced engagement i would say um yeah because i don't feel then it's a natural thing i don't care about my cousin what he does so why should i forcedly ask him how he is doing when i see him around christmas yeah just, yeah, to, make just to make conversation and seem yeah. seem interested in that person well i mean he is not really interested in me throughout the whole year and i'm not really interested in him throughout the year so and we're both fine with that so suddenly no. we do have to be social we do have to ask oh so what do you do or oh, i don't see the point of that no i get that i mean that is i guess that is the same for a lot of people you don't want those forced interactions necessarily but what i did read was that sometimes it's actually really quite good when you feel lonely to to go out in a group maybe you'll feel a bit uncomfortable at first maybe you're even like nervous going to a to like like do a group activity or something like that but it does really help with the loneliness if you do that with like-minded yeah. people what is what is actually the difference between lonely and loneliness as far as i understand it like being alone is really like you have nobody it's it's basically more factual than loneliness I believe that loneliness is more you know subjective and a subjective individual feeling do you agree i mean definitely yeah because you can be alone and not be lonely and the other way around yeah so yeah for sure i mean so what you experience when you're in a group that would be more considered being loneliness than being alone because you just in that group yeah because no technically i'm not alone. No. no so would you consider yourself more alone or more loneliness in your life if you look at it um i would say neither to be honest i mean if if i had to choose it would probably be loneliness because i do surround myself with a lot of people if i want mm -hmm. to and sometimes yeah in in certain situations i can feel lonely you know like you said the example you had before with family often in those situations i feel lonely if it's yeah no true and do you feel that uh, you feel lonely because you feel different from your family yeah that is actually the main reason I f you know i think like as many gay people or people you know or are, are a minority they i guess they always feel that they are somehow different and you can't fully be yourself or ex or at least you couldn't fully be yourself when growing mm. up so i guess that is actually the main issue and it's yeah. kind of weird because you know being lonely uh, nowadays i mean looking at our lives we're kind of have surrounding ourselves with a lot of like-minded people we have a quite 
big LGBT community around us. So how do we still feel lonely within our community? Well, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but what I think that it comes from a lot is that people are looking for quick connections. And also it's a lot about hunting and going for the sack, you know, but what? Um, because it gives quick validation but is that because, because and everybody is looking for that validation. But do you think that's because we're, you know, searching super, like searching people who are like minded mostly online? So also, for example, our examples, what we get are, uh, for example, porn. Um, and because we watch a lot of porn, we're getting used to that quick kind of um, reward. And that's how, that's why we're also searching for that reward in real life and going on dating apps to find a quick hookup and not a meaningful relationship. No, I definitely think that could be really true. Um, I mean, yeah, because you fi- you see that you see that example being, yeah, no, I, I could say that is true. Does it go for you as well? Do you do you feel like you're you rather have a quick quick because that will solve your lonely feeling, or are you instead of that looking for something more? Well, meaningful? like I told you b- before, you know, when I was frustrating about that, I felt so lonely, especially in the weekends, um, and had really had a hard time to being alone in my own house being alone and just watching television um, I used to go on Grindr and just look for or any other dating app and look for a quick reward uh, and seriously I was searching more for dates even that didn't last that long because I didn't want to go through the whole hassle just come in uh, and uh, but yeah it's definitely something that I'm working on and I think personally I do think that this whole corona um, quarantine time will help me to be more satisfied with myself yeah because that is that is no I I totally agree with you but it is also a little bit the bigger issue because you could be working on that and thinking oh I want more meaningful connections but when there's nobody you could actually connect with then that becomes really hard. And I think, you know, that is what a lot of people also stumble upon. They don't find the the more deeper and meaningful connections. So they can't actually improve mm. on that. So I think the whole mindset in in the gay world, well not just the gay world, but I guess everywhere, it really has to like change. And instead of going for this quick fix because we're so used to it, we yeah we need a better solution i know and i there's also a lot of studies going on about you know the difference between straights and gays and apparently because we um are gay and we first of all there's a bigger higher rate of self-harm and and um you know uh, killing themselves because First of all, we we feel isolated, we feel lonely already from a young age. But what I also read online is that a lot of these problems that we create are basically in our mind. Um, for example, you uh, anticipate that someone will do you harm or someone will think badly about you because that's also kind of what we've been taught as little boys and girls like okay you're gay so people will reject you or people will hurt you so yeah that's crazy and even you know yeah that's true and even if you maybe don't have had that experience that somebody calling you 
whatever name they would call you, you know, a fag or whatever, you still have that fear within you. Yeah. Even, yeah, even you've not experienced it. That it is very true. But that's crazy, yeah? So I, I can't imagine... Yeah, that's something we really need to, to switch off in our own minds, I, I think. Yeah, but it's so subconscious and so, so like, steeped into our mm-hmm. DNA. I think it's really... That's something really difficult to get out of. And especially now in these di- digital times where you know we we jump to the gay apps and um it becomes so much and harder. i sometimes also feel kind of isolated although like we said before that that we have quite an, an, an um big community gay community surrounding us i mean we're living in a gay world a gay you know in our own gay world kind of i do feel isolated yeah. because there's so many groups that i don't feel me fitting in you know i'm not really into the letter scene i'm not really into the uh, you know drag scene although i did it i was not really like one of those girls who are i'm no, not really course. those it's alternative what, what mayday talked about last yeah week. it's it's in our episode so though. even within our community i do feel kind of isolated because there's besides my handful of friends that I carefully chose there's not many people who I feel are like that you know yeah no I completely understand and that is something is no question is that something you find important would you like to see more people that are like you or for you it doesn't matter type or what tribe you fall under but you would just like connections with anyone under like anyone who is gay or anyone under the rainbow flag. I would like to see more people who are like-minded like me because I do feel kind of sometimes that I'm the freak um, because I don't do you know chem sex yeah no you don't do you don't do chem sex you don't you you're not a muscle I don't, queen. I'm not a muscle queen. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a leather boy. I'm not a, a feminine. I feel that I'm quite, you know, in the middle of everything. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I exclude myself from all those groups. It's just, you know, from nature on, I'm, I don't feel I'm that type of person. I mean, it doesn't say that I'm not willing to try uh for example, letter or want to try, you know, drag or want to try. That's just me as a person. I don't think I'm... No, that's... but that is fair, I think, you know, just because you are a certain type of person who you have your interest and there's just no label for it. You feel more, you feel more excluded from, you know, certain tribes, fetishes, all that stuff. And how do, how would you solve, like, how do you think you're, you're, you will solve that? Do you still think that in the bars, in the gay bars, you can actually find real connection? Well, that comes all... First of all, it's it's all about what you do, you know? Uh, how you proceed to look at it. If you just think that you're, you know, think bad in your head about this whole situation and just keep on thinking, oh, I feel so lonely, oh, I feel so bad. It's, it's not really gonna solve your problem. I think the most important thing is first to switch it up. Open yeah. up your own mind? Yeah, well, you definitely have to open up your mind and break patterns. How would you so. do that? I mean, you know, personally, I've never really felt lonely and alone, like, 
by myself it was always just in a group so i just you know i found you for example you know i found the people that are that i could actually talk with and that that i found the right connections with and for me that was enough and then i you know soon after i found a boyfriend who i just really connect with so at the this moment you know i don't really think that for me i would necessarily need to make more connections with people and in the bars when we go out i do like it i love talking to people and i always go for the person that would actually have a more of a yeah deeper connection than just talking about the party they've been to and how many guys they got <laughs> by on the weekend you know um, yeah i know but yeah i mean i am not 100 sure how other people would well, do you know it. i don't know it's it's it, it's very hard like for me I'm a person who's much more in my mind about it, even about making connections. That's maybe the, why I am not that open when we go out. Always, you know, hide behind you, kind of, or stand more in a corner. Why? Or you feel like people uh, will judge you, or you feel already judged the moment you walk in somewhere? Well, I do feel judged. I mean, this case scene it can be so cruel and so harsh. Uh, I can, for example, I have a lot of insecurities about my own body. I not having a big, good, and I'm I'm not having a six pack, and I get quite a lot of online comments about it. Even the other day, someone uh, said to me, "Oh, wow, you must have you uh, you look like you've lost a lot of weight," and I just blocked that person because I was like, "Okay, I know you're giving me a compliment, but in the same time, you're making an insult about my body, yeah. saying that I was fat before, and." I don't know you. It was literally the first thing that that guy said to me. Yeah. I mean, why do do you need to comment on that? So, yeah, going out, I always feel like kind of like, oh yeah, no. well, those kind of insecurities that I have, for example, about my body, is playing, uh, yeah, is playing in my head when we go out, and that's why I always think like, oh yeah, maybe you know nobody wants to talk to me. Yeah, because when, because yeah, we also go out sometimes, and then you. You know, we all have those nights that we feel ourselves, and always the nights that we don't really feel ourselves. And I do see the massive difference, you know, when you feel more confident about yourself. Oh, massive! That the, the massive. difference is enormous, and that is, I guess, that's also like the thing. Then maybe is a good first step for you is just, you know, to see if you could find that internal validation. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Buddhist, Buddha monks say also like loneliness or suffering. It's it's all in the mind. Yeah. So you first have to change your mindset to, you know, to be become more self-aware and to become more self, more content with yourself. Let's take a little break and work, think about this. Yeah, and after the break, we're going to talk some, uh, some more about uh, loneliness. Loneliness. Welcome back, Gators! Hey, Gators! <laughs> so, we had a small break. I refreshed. I went to the toilet and had some things to drink. And uh, let's get back to being alone and loneliness. Yeah, I mean, we are alone. So. Yeah, so we touched upon many topics already uh, in our, in the, before the break. But I thought let's dive a bit deeper into... Uh, deeper. 
yes much deeper into this this sort of epidemic of loneliness that is surrounding in the world because you mentioned 40 percent or well 40 percent in the netherlands yeah yeah so did you know also that besides uh, being alone is also very bad for our health you know uh, not for example, well, not only because a lot of people are killing themselves uh, because of loneliness. Yeah. I think it's the number one reason for for um, self harm and uh, committing suicide. Uh, in the Netherlands, it's actually ten times more the reason for gay guys than for straight guys. I read. Yeah. No, I read that. Yeah, but also probably because gay men have statistically gay men have fewer close friends than any other i mean studies also say that you know by in the last few years our close friends dropped yeah dropped from from you know in 1985 i, I believe it was like five, three people yeah. people in general considered as close friends to 2011 that was only two wow how many and close friends do you have none no well, i do have a lot of close friends um i do notice by the way in times like these who are your real friends and who aren't oh wait we should talk about that off record remind me for later <laughs> Ooh. so yeah um i think it's also again it has a lot to do with the online that we're see seeking our validation and the quick rewards uh, much more online nowadays than uh, in real life yeah because it's really easy to get stuck in this loop yeah uh, with instagram with porn with you know netflix showing us perfect worlds of perfect people uh, with comedy shows and perfect romantic movies uh, yeah but yeah talking uh, quickly about netflix though and and you know the, how the tv landscape has changed i do think that maybe that is that would eventually be part of the solution as well because i guess you know we talked about it before that a lot of uh, gay men maybe fear like feel that they will be uh, that they're not fully accepted for who they are and i guess by mm -hmm. showing these examples more on tv that you know there's a lot of different types of people in the world yeah i think that maybe eventually that that will help um i mean the netflix generation kind of you know television nowadays it always has to include a black guy always has to include like a gay or trans or you know non-binary mm -hmm. person it always includes uh, almost it always includes right now like a disabled person i mean yeah. i do think that's a good job of netflix and the netflix tv generation is that they including much more the minorities um within their storylines not always I, I, I would say not always in a good way. I mean, sometimes I do think it's a little bit ridiculous. But shows like, for example, you know, Sense8 yeah. um, really helped to change, I think, uh, the perspective of a lot of people and also for a lot of people to see that, oh, wait a minute, I'm not the only, you know, gay, trans, no, binary exactly. person in the world. And, and, you know, the whole role models are also has changed uh, in the last, I would say, even say five years, maybe? No, definitely. I mean, massively, I would say. And I guess that is really like, that could really be part of the solution for people to feel, you know, I'm not the only one who is like this. There's other like-minded people. 
um, you know, and then I guess, yeah, I, I hope at least that that maybe also is part of the solution to having people feel less lonely. But that's not all, of course. I mean, there's other things that we also have to do as a society. Yes. I mean, I have some tips for maybe for people who, uh, who want to change, uh, you know, feeling alone that I want to share with you guys. Uh, first tip, I mean, I've got this online from this researcher. He says, talk to as many people as you can. Yeah. So even like if you go out, going to the grocery store, doing or going, I don't know, for me, going out in general, just start talking to people and even asking them simple questions like for example what time is it what well it can lead to a conversation no you know? of course but that is like you know we have a lot of people who maybe feel lonely have this anxiety of talking to other people and it's really important to just you know jump over that first hurdle and you don't have to start you know by talking to like a bunch of strangers in a day but just start by one and then take it from there and really try to open like ask an open uh, question and not like you know yeah that's a, that's a good tip so that way it leads into a larger conversation perhaps yes so that was tip number one one <laughs> tip uh, number two tip number two is uh, share more about yourself to other people even like for example i remember that time um, when my mother got sick i told you for example that i really felt lonely at that point um because i felt that people were not that i that i had to ask for people's yeah. attention or validation at the time that i really felt difficult but as soon as i told you and i even told other friends i see they became more self-aware of that that I felt lonely and they invested also more time into myself. Yeah, no, I remember that moment. I remember that moment very clearly because I guess it was, you know, also maybe a sort of fight or something we had from it. I don't know. I, I remember it was quite difficult. But yeah, that was true because I told you, you know, I, I understand how you must be feeling but i didn't know you were feeling so lonely in it and i never had the idea that you that you could feel lonely in that situation so definitely you know sharing like how you feel and being honest about it um even though it makes you like vulnerable um it's actually one of the most powerful things you can do you know and yeah. you also create like real yeah, you create real conversation and real connection like that by being yourself and you make the other person aware of your you know state of mind or state of feeling we're ignoring ignorant people who don't really always see what's going around us uh, because you know we just don't see it all True. the time like you know we can even if we try to look sometimes you can't actually see what is going on so yeah be open about it. You have a tip number three for us? Yes, tip number three, join communities. Yes. There are a lot of communities and communities can be very beneficial for how you can feel, you know? Um, I know we're, we're living in a busy time, but you know, try to join a community. For example, local LGBT community, volunteer there. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you can volunteer or you can do an activity. I mean, here there's a lot of gay sports clubs. So you find people yeah. that, 
you know you could connect with and also actually on the on the people with who are for example joining joint a religions uh, community i'm not saying you should join it unless you believe but there's less loneliness uh, who are alone because you know it creates a surrounding yes exactly i mean if you like reading books join a book club you know you can talk with people and stuff yeah and you're right you know even when you think you're really busy i think it is this is one of the more important things actually um so don't neglect your loneliness exactly and that was my tip number four is prioritize your connections so you know make it really important in your life to keep on having those connections and with that they say you know there's two things that uh, can well there's one thing that can help and that is create a ritual and it doesn't mean like you need to you know every time um, every day exactly at eight o'clock be calling your best friend but make it a habit of you know repeat the action and uh, but really have the intention so reach out to people uh, but be consistent about it you know like yeah I think that's a that's a advice yeah with that you know it, it really can create a more meaningful relationship you know and and really take also the opportunity to take a take charge of, of this connection reach out by people um, and not sit at home and wait for people to come to you yeah no if you want something to change you know grab it by the grab balls by and the do balls. <laughs> yes <laughs> Well, and I think also it's good to, you know, sometimes be aware of the the fast connections that we make. For example, going on Grindr, um, going on Instagram, watching porn, and really minimalize the rewards uh, that you get from it. And try to find more um, long-term rewards by, you know, making real connections with people. Yeah. No, I think that's a that's a really good advice. That is also basically basically a little bit the foundation of NoFap, but we can Ooh, talk to yes. about that another time, maybe. But yeah, you know, yeah, invest, invest, and invest. Invest, yeah, invest in yourself and invest in other people. I hope with these tips that uh, you know people uh, will. Uh, yeah, no, feel definitely. That. And uh, you can already start now, even even if you're isolated in your home, you could try and make uh, make these connections. Well, even Just... if you're at home, there are many ways you still can connect with people. I mean, like, yeah. for example, we do is talk through FaceTime or through, through Skype. Um, we even have this amazing app called House Party. House Party. Uh, I hear a lot of people are using Zoom. And on yeah. Instagram, I haven't seen... Well, people are uploading movies and TikToks and all those things like crazy because, you know, it connects people. But also try yeah. to engage with each other online. Exactly, you know, and often when you see an Instagram story or something, perhaps you reply with one of the standard emotion emoticons, emojis, whatever. <laughs> I'm old. And, uh, you know, <laughs> instead of doing that, maybe just... 
just write a message, you know, so you can really start up a conversation. Yes. That is. Be like, oh wait, uh, I really like what you're doing, and uh, how do you do oh it? God, I see you're posting new TikToks, movies every day. Give me some tips how you can dance so amazingly. Yes. All that stuff. Yeah. To reach out with that each other, it, it can help to come through these uh, very, very dark times. Oh, the times are so dark. <laughs> well, not as dark as your hole. <laughs> hey, we don't talk about my hole. <laughs> Sorry. Then your soul? No, you have a lovely soul. So, yeah. Some some people walk up to me and say, Oh my God, you have a beautiful aura. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh... <laughs> I mean, I don't know why they say that, but I just love it. It just makes me feel really good. Like, that is the validation I want from people, you know? I wish I, I so, could so, see your aura. Yeah, right. I think it's like orange or something. Or like yellow. What would mine be? Uh, I mean, I think yours is like red. I do from love all red. the blood that run out of your anus from <gasps> your fist. I've never been fisted. <laughs> well, that's not true, but no, I don't want to talk about that I here. Think, I think you're... I honestly I think your aura is like baby blue because you're like you you yeah because you're like you're you're a very happy person actually you know you're like you float sorry have you met me yeah but it's just that is just what you think about yourself I don't think well okay but yeah 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 I have a bad I have a bad um image of myself that i really need to change and i taking true i do take this time to reflect more about myself and to you know um yeah change it up because actually that is what i saw the other day on, on instagram as well i saw somebody who said um you know in these times where you are isolated and maybe you feel a bit depressed or whatever you feel extra down because you don't have any other connections you actually grow a lot um, with your inner self because you know you're sort of forced to deal with things maybe consciously maybe subconsciously that you just never really had the space to deal with very them. deep yeah so maybe this coronavirus is just uh, no I'm not gonna say anything about it before we get hate comments no I'm not gonna say anything positive about corona it's not positive well you can always see in something negative something positive I don't think there's something I mean, I, bad with it of course it's bad but there's also in every downside there's always an upside oh yeah that's true see your baby blue oh i love it so yeah oh shall we round this episode out yes put a little bow on it say goodbye to everybody oh already already thank you guys for listening i will miss you guys i have to wait a whole nother week are you crying? You do know that they're not actually here, right? Well... Or when you, rec- when you record this, you have, like, imaginary people in front of you? No, but I feel like I'm talking to my people, you know? And they're listening okay. and... Uh, it makes you feel less exactly. lonely. It makes me feel less lonely. Great. I'm so happy to hear that. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening once again this week to our podcast. Yes, you were great for for listening to us. Yes, and you were great too, of course. Will you be back next week? 
Uh, I think I will take a little break. <gasps> no, um, no, I will definitely be back next week with uh, with another episode of uh, the gating. Yes, um, you will be my with me, of course. Of course, because I'm, I could I'm, never do this without I'm, you. I'm going nowhere, honey. No, no. Great, I'm so happy to hear that you're just staying put. Yes, my name is Ephraim, and I'm here to stay. My name is Kors, and I slay <laughs> yes, you every do. day. <laughs> and we'd love for you to rate and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter even. Slide into our DMs, send us an email. You know, our email address is uh, thegating at gmail.com. You can also just write us when you feel lonely. Exactly. No, do reach out when you feel lonely. We're always up for chatting. Yes. And I want to thank our amazing uh, uh, maker from our amazing creative theme tune, uh, DJ Domac. DJ Domac. And I want to thank you guys all for listening to our podcast. We will be back next week with another episode of Gating. Yes. Tune in next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.